0: Um, and, and welcome back to the Big Four Podcast. My name is Luke Spring. I'm with the usual Brian and Andrew. How are you guys doing tonight? Andrew, We're you can good. speak first, and then All I'll right. go to Aunt Brian. Brian, how are you doing? <laughs>
1: Brian, how are you doing? Doing good. <laughs> doing good.
0: Uh, well, Brian honestly. is either dying, uh, has a sore throat from too many cigarettes, or was yelling at the Red Sox too much last night. It's a combination of three, probably. Um, but as always, we are your number two source for all things sports. If you know, you know, go follow us on Instagram and Twitter. <laughs> the big four underscore podcast. I'm not sure if people can see comments or not on this. I don't think they can. But Brian just said yelling at Joe West, which is valid. And we'll probably get to that. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I kind of want to save that for last um, so we can go to football very quickly um, because I want to get to the MLB. And I have a lot of things to say about the MLB. But we'll start with the NFL um, another week. In the books, week three, a lot of surprises, a lot of surprises. Um, actually, yeah, I guess we can say a lot of surprises, a lot of good games. Brian said he'll type his thoughts. Brian will be coming from uh, with us um, from the comments. So we'll look look forward to that. Brian is not here with us physically, but audibly he is here with the comments. Uh, so interesting games, interesting games. We can start with the Patriots. Um, because uh, are a Patriots first podcast and I actually have things to say about the Patriots for once. And that is their offense is not as good as people were hyping it up to be, um, understandable because no freaking way that was kind of a saucy catch. Um, but
1: no, it Brian. Was it pur- was not oh, all it, on it, purpose. It was all.
0: It was all on purpose. No,
1: it wasn't. It was not. It was absolutely not, Brian. Do You got that um, one anyways, wrong, my
0: friend. The, the the hype around Mac Jones understandable. New young quarterback. After after uh, they're keeping everything back for ten. Well, hey, credit to my my best my my bud Brian. My bud Brian. Um, I don't know if you guys know Brian, but he's on this show sometimes. Um, couldn't make it tonight, unfortunate. But he a few weeks ago or I think it was last week, actually, it was just like, you know, they're going to be confused when they go out on the field and see San, uh, not San Antonio, uh, New Orleans, um, because they're just going to be preparing for Tampa for two weeks. And that's basically essentially what he's saying right now. Mac has been great when he gets good protection. He has been great. He has Um, the O-line was pretty bad. Mac did have, I will say Mac's first interception was a little bit of a mistake. In that situation, you either have to take the sack or throw it away. Like, I haven't seen Mac throw it away a ton. I think that's something that – I I wouldn't say it's a skill, but it's something that quarterbacks need in their back pocket. O to the moon, yes, that second interception was horrible. But that first interception wasn't great. He either needs to take that sack or throw it away, which will come with time. Like, he'll understand that that's what he needs to do in order to um, keep drives alive and keep them in the field position that they want instead of – Throwing up a hail mary deep ball, Isaiah went to the moon Isaiah too, went well. to the moon. Jesus, um, what's his yeah. face? Dante skarneckia to the moon. If he's still even there, kicking it with them, at no, ninety five years old or whatever the frick <laughs> he was. Well, oh, you for MVP. Um, yeah, it's, gonna be yeah, a it it's is a going to be a process. It's a process. It's a process. And again, um, yeah, I thought it was. I thought it was hyped up just a little bit too much. Again, understandable. New quarterback after having Brady for twenty years and mac who wasn't great last year so i understand the hype um i think people are starting to come back down to earth with mac and realizing he is still a rookie and he needs to figure things out like it's not it's not a who's this brady guy yeah he he's kind of a a good quarterback kyler for mvp too by the way now i mean brady had a decent Mm. game but kyler kyler for mvp is coming uh He is the best rookie. Yes, he is the best rookie out of the class. Again, isn't really saying much because Trevor Lawrence sucks. Zach Wilson sucks. sucks. So there aren't a lot of good rookie quarterbacks. But, yes, Mac is the best out of them. Um, I talked a lot about the Pats. I normally don't do that. But, Andrew, what what were your feelings after this game?
1: Um, O-line struggled for sure that I feel like the defense played very well. Offense put up, put the defense in some pretty tough positions. Uh, but overall the defense did play pretty well. Um,
0: and it will, it's I, really, I really, I really don't.
1: Yeah. The saints played a. Very, the saints defense is really good. Their pass rush, Their pass rush was, uh, was pretty, was pretty good. Um, I don't really have a lot to say about this game. I kind of just want to forget about it. Um, there were much better games this week that I'd much rather talk to. Okay. Uh, yes, that is what she said, Brian. Love to see it. I love those jokes. Um, but there, there isn't a whole lot to speak about about this game for me simply because I I just don't want to talk about it.
0: Hey, the the, uh, the bright side is the Pats have the same record as the Kansas City Chiefs baby, and they were a top two Super Bowl contender coming into this year or so by the transitive property Pats are a top two Super Bowl contender baby let's go Pats to the Super Bowl I, we can so, talk about this game now since we're transitioning yes. to uh,
1: um playroom. okay so Chargers Chiefs um there are there should be some extreme concerns in Kansas City um Patrick Mahomes Twenty-seven of forty-four, not good. Only two hundred and sixty yards. That's not good either. Uh, three touchdowns is okay. The two picks he had were extremely careless. Um, mm,
0: the first one was a little unlucky. Like you got to have that yeah, the, that receiver, yeah. whoever it was. Yeah.
1: the Second one. The second one was pretty bad. Um. So obviously, last last podcast I was talking about. Um. I
0: thought it was two ago.
1: It could have been like, I think matter. it
0: was before the season started.
1: No, oh, no, okay. I was talking about the chiefs last week
0: Oh. Okay. Well,
1: about how they could not get the one seed or, and also be out in the divisional round. Um, I'm going to, I'm going to step up that take for years to come. Um, and I'm going to say the dynasty in Kansas city is over. And
0: I think we went a little too far. Away. No,
1: I don't think so. It's, I it's it's been proven in the past that when you overpay on a quarterback, I don't care who it is, when you pay him when he is the highest, whoever is the highest paid quarterback in the league, the team struggles. I mean, when you look at the cap hit after with Mahomes' contract for the Chiefs in the next few years, this year it's only about seven million dollars. But then in the next three years, it increases all the way up to $46 million cap hit. That's going to be a tough maneuver for the Chiefs. And I mean, when you look down the list of who the highest paid quarterback is in the league every single year, no championships come out of it. I mean, you got, you got guys like Patrick Mahomes last year who didn't win. You got guys like Russell Wilson, uh, Aaron Rodgers, uh, Matthew Stafford even, and Andrew Luck. They never won anything. So paying a quarterback that much money really sets your team up for failure. I mean, you look at the ultimate winner in in football, Tom Brady. He's made roughly twenty to twenty five million dollars every single time at like every single year of his prime. He's still in his prime. He's making twenty five million dollars, which sets up the team for success because you can grab more guys. I mean, you see the Buccaneers this year who brought back all 22 starters, and they all take after Brady simply because he wins and people want to play with him because he takes pay cuts and you can have extra talent um, around him. So I wouldn't be surprised if the Kansas City dynasty is coming to an end.
0: So I agree with you to an extent. I agree with you in the money part. I still think Patrick Mahomes is a, like – in my opinion, he's still the most talented quarterback in the NFL. Um, I think they just mismanaged their money elsewhere, like giving Kelsey that amount of um, giving Kelsey that amount of money. That was, in my opinion, unnecessary. If he wants to make that money somewhere else, fine. But he probably won't be the same tight end with any other quarterback. Patrick Mahomes could make another tight end into. I don't want to say the next Travis Kelsey, but he can manage with another tight end. They did not need to spend more money on a tight end when they have two to three elite wide receivers, and obviously Tyree Kill, McCole Hardman is a speed demon, and then whoever they have run like basically Mahomes is good enough to make receiver like he's like Brady in that way, where he can make nobody receivers into things. Like uh, like I said, McCall Hardman, you think McCall Hardman would be anything on any other team? Probably not. If he's not with Mahomes or Brady, Tyree kills, just Tyree kill. I think they should have put that Travis Kelsey money towards getting defense because yeah, their, their defense, defense is, is trash. horrific. Like their run defense 29 against the Browns, 36 bad. against the Ravens and 30 against the Chargers. Like you can't, that's, that's, extra, I don't care who you are. That's extremely hard to win games when you're letting when your defense is letting up that many points. Like Brady has the benefit of a being good, having good weapons, but also has probably arguably the best defense in the league. I mean, obviously they they have kind of struggled a little bit. They struggled against the Rams. Their secondary is bad. Their secondary is bad, but it's still a better defense than than the Chiefs. Yeah, like, the
1: Chiefs so- have a bottom three defense. I do. do agree with you, Brian. The Bucks' defense is it overrated. Is. And it's
0: because of injuries and like that kind of sucks for them. I still think that they have a top 10, like they're in the upper 50% of defenses. The chiefs are a hundred percent are definitely in the uh, below 50% in the league in terms of defense. So Brady has that benefit. Mahomes doesn't. And it, It shows like that, that money that they gave to Kelsey should not have given up the most points in the league. There you go. So probably the worst defense behind, I don't know, like Atlanta, even Atlanta isn't horrible. They held the giants check, not saying anything. Um, But yeah, that, that Travis Kelsey money should have been used elsewhere to fill other team needs because their offense was already good enough. If you bring in a, 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 I guess a replacement tight end, like an average tight end, then their offense is still going to be good enough to win games. It was all about their defense, and it still is all about their defense and whether or not they can stop people. And that has proved to not be the case. So I I agree that Mahomes is making a lot of money, but you you pay that money to keep him, but you don't need to keep you don't need to pay that money to keep Travis Kelsey. Like Mahomes is the guy; he's the one you build around. You don't have to. Give that money to Travis Kelsey. You give it elsewhere. Chiefs have only given up seven more points than Tampa. That's yeah, interesting. It
1: is interesting. interesting. I uh, do think I that the Tampa defense is a, is a little bit overrated, it it simply is. because their pass defense is one of the worst, probably a bottom five pass defense up there with Kansas City. I mean, it's just it's it's horrendous. It really is.
0: It is. Um, And even if we go down the road of the Bucs, right, if we go down that road, the Bucs could very well be one and two. Like they could have lost that season open at Dallas. So both the Bucs and the Chiefs could be in the exact same position because their defenses have not been what they need them to be. So I think both teams are in a very similar situation. Obviously, the Chiefs are in a little bit of a different situation because they're one and two and they have that money. Like they don't have the guys. But the Bucks do have the guys, so I think they'll figure it out. The Chiefs don't, so I think that they need to either trade for people or I don't know what their fix is. But the Bucks have the guys; they need to figure it out. The Chiefs don't have the guys, and they still need to figure it out. So that's the only uh, that's the only difference I see between the two teams right now. Yeah.
1: Um, um, I would. I was just gonna go straight into the uh, Rams Bucks game because we were talking a little bit about. Um, that uh, Buccaneers defense who let up 34 points um, against the Rams. I mean, the pass defense, like we were saying earlier, was pretty bad. I mean, Deshaun Watson, three catches, 120 yards. You got Cooper Cup, nine catches, 96 yards. Yeah, I mean, three – it was just – it was not good at all. Um, I mean, they got down super early. Uh, Not super early, but, I mean – I believe that uh, four straight four straight drives or something. The uh, Rams had twenty eight points, um, which is ridiculously impressive. Um, is I think that the Buccaneers are just I don't know. This this season is weird because everyone seems to be a little bit overrated.
0: Yeah. Hey man, the 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 Rams are legit. The Rams are legit, yeah, and, I, are legit. and I like my prediction. I'm. Gonna stick with it because it seems pretty good. Is that the Rams have that potential to get the two seed? I still think the uh Bucks are talented enough and should get that one seed. Like they're two and one in the my or the Lions. I said the Lions because of Stafford. The Rams are three and zero. Oh. That's not a big difference at all. So the Bucks realistically should and they're gonna get a win next week by a lot. I'm going to predict against the Patriots, but the Bucks will be fine. I think they'll get the <laughs> that one seed. Um, and the Rams will be right behind them, though, that the Rams are a very, very good football team. They're well rounded, like they have the defense, they have the offense, there's a well rounded football team, and they'll be right with the Bucks the whole time. I think the Bucs, again, will squeak out that one seed. But again, the Rams will be right there. And that could very well be the NFC championship matchup. And I would not be upset if it was because even though that wasn't a great game and people were forecasting it to be a great game. I feel like if they meet in the playoffs, that could be a very, very good game. um, If that ends up being the NFC championship game. So I'm excited. I'm excited. Um, Yeah.
1: So I think that I, I do think that the, um, the Buccaneers are still the best team in the NFC, but I, I wouldn't be surprised when I I believe it's not a, if it's a wet playoffs in what I think would be the NFC Championship game, um, I wouldn't be surprised if the Rams won. You've seen it over the past two years; they match up really well against um against Tampa Bay. So it, I wouldn't put I wouldn't put it past the Rams as of right now. Obviously, it's still super early. It's only past Week Three that we could possibly see the Los Angeles Rams back in the Super Bowl.
0: I, I agree. I, and they really have the one thing that Brady hates and that's a pass rush. Like the pass rush is their biggest thing in their defense. And if you get to Brady quick enough, he doesn't have the speed or the elusiveness to get out of the pocket. Um, I don't know how many sacks they had, but that's something that even if they didn't have sacks, like he feels that pressure with the Rams defense, like you can't not feel that pressure. Um, they had three sacks allowed. So that's not yeah. horrible. Um, yeah. Three sacks. <laughs> it, it, that's not, that's not horrible. But it's also like you have to factor in the non-counting stats and say like how many times he was forced to throw some balls that he didn't want to throw because of the pressure. Um, yeah, so he did have a good game yards wise still, but that the, again that that defense is is super good and they have the thing that Brady doesn't like and that's pressure.
1: Yeah, so and then obviously I would say that the strength of the Buccaneers' offense is probably the receiving core. I mean, it's super strong across the board. You got Evans got when Brown, and then you have of Gronk and Cameron Brait. So that's five really strong weapons. Um, but one weapon that is really, really useful for the Rams is obviously Jalen Ramsey. And he can shadow someone or he can just, maybe he just stays to one side, but whoever is being covered by Jalen Ramsey, they're, taken out of the play because he is such an X factor on that defense in the past defense. And also he's really good at coming up and making plays on, um, on some run plays.
0: Yeah. And that was, what was key about Antonio Brown X
1: factor for that, for that team. So
0: yeah, I I was just going to say that was, what was huge about Antonio Brown being out last game was you take away one weapon because of injury and then you take another one away because you're playing Jalen Ramsey. So Brady was down basically two weapons that he normally has because of injury and because of who they're playing. Um, so that, that was really key. Like if Antonio Brown is there, I'm not sure if the, the outcome changes, um, but he probably makes it a closer game. And we sit here saying how, how awesome of a game it was, even though it was only a 10 point game. Um, it was really Rams the entire, the entire time. But if Antonio Brown's there, he might make a difference. So. Uh, We'll see what happens if he's healthy and if they play each other, which, again, I will probably forecast they play each other in the NFC Championship game. Um, We'll see if he's healthy and if he makes a difference. All right. Um, Other games, Jets should disband as a franchise. That's done with the Broncos-Jets game. Yes, for Um, sure. The Raiders game was interesting and went up to overtime. Um,
1: Yeah. uh, The Raiders... Yeah, Raiders have to be probably the biggest surprise for me. I mean, I probably I forget. Let me pull up my the picture I took of my uh, fancy fancy whiteboard that I had um, oh, yeah. over the summer. Um, I just I want to see how many wins I had them at just just for just to oh, like, make myself cry like for a little six bit. Or seven. I had five, well, and they're five. three and zero. Oh. I have had the running. Las Vegas Raiders at five and twelve, and they're three and zero. Oh. So uh, that's rough, um, but I'm glad that they're doing much better than I thought. Um, simply because I I can't root against them. It's it's the Raiders. Um, they have been the biggest surprise in my opinion. Um, simply because of who they've played. I mean, obviously you have the Broncos and the Panthers that are both three and zero, but their competition has been far worse than. The Raiders. I mean, the Raiders have won all three wins. Have been against teams with ten plus wins last year. The Steelers, the Ravens, and then who else did they play? I'm blanking.
0: I who have they remember. played? Uh, they S- just played the. who Would you say the Ravens? The the Ravens, the Dolphins, Steelers, and the they Dolphins. just played the Dolphins. Yeah, they
1: just played the Dolphins. So that's super impressive. Um, Derek Carr also leads the league in, um, pass yards. The defense has been legit. Um, so overall, I think the Raiders can, I mean, obviously with the chiefs struggling, the chiefs are in last in the AFC West. Yeah,
0: that is kind of crazy, which I is mean, weird. Cause the, the Rams are real are not the Rams. The, uh, the other L- LA team, the chargers, they're a yeah, legit. Chargers. Yeah. The chargers, um, they are they're a what, legit team. Two, I think everyone might be two and one except for the Chiefs. Oh, well, no. three, two. Actually, the no, Broncos three, three, three no. No. Yeah. yeah. Wow, that's a good. Well, Okay, the Broncos are 3 and 0, but they played the two New York teams and Yeah. and the Jaguars. So yeah. <laughs> that doesn't really count. Yeah, at yeah all. that schedule is Angel's food cake. So <laughs> I don't know who put that together, but man, you must be yeah. up in life. if you're a dad. I
1: mean, yeah, you must you the whoever made the schedule must really like the uh, Broncos because they re- they I guess they want them to get off to a hot start.
0: Oh, Maybe ga- no.
1: gather some momentum.
0: Um but another surprise team, because you just mentioned that the Raiders are a surprise team, and that is true. The Bengals are two and one, and they handle the Steelers. Yeah, they so, them. I'm I'm
1: more I'm more I, I'm less pro Bengals.
0: No, yeah, and
1: more yeah. anti Steelers because the Steelers are they have the worst offense in the National Football yeah, League.
0: You know, uh, ben well, Roethlisberger. Jets, but, yeah.
1: No, no, it's the Pittsburgh Steelers. Um, I will say this, their defense is okay. TJ Watt not being out was pretty, was pretty big. Um, so I mean, ugh, the Steelers are just really bad. Ben Roethlisberger needs to retire and go into a retirement home ASAP. Um, house. Th- yeah, I will, I will serve you dinner. Um
0: uh,
1: <laughs> cause he, he does not belong on a football field. Um, it's just, it's, it's awesome to see them struggling. Um I don't want it to stop, but it's also just kind of embarrassing for this dealer. So at some point you just like you gotta change something.
0: Yeah, it's never it's never really uh it's never really a good thing when your running back has 14 receptions. So that just means that Big yeah. Ben just he just doesn't have it. So he needs to dump it off to Najee Harris every time. Fourteen receptions for a running back. That's That's great. Like Christian McCaffrey doesn't even get 14 receptions in the game. That's, that's ridiculous. Yeah. Uh, It's, it's
1: pretty incredible.
0: The Bengals after, after last week, Joe Burrow did not look great against the Bears. Uh, They still had a great comeback game. He did. They, they still, they almost won, but he had a very good game. Um, Jamar chase is legit too. Oh yeah. He was on my fantasy team and I'm so happy I picked him because he has four touchdowns in three games. I'm, I'm beaming about that. Yeah. Uh,
1: He, um, he, I think it was Randy Moss who had, I think he had like three touchdowns through three games in his rookie season. That was the most. And uh, Jamar chase broke that by a touchdown. He's been super impressive. Joe Burrow's deep ball has been really impressive as well. Um, They just have a really good connection. And I mean, obviously. Yeah. I mean, obviously (laughs) you go back to the draft, you got to You, say to yourself oh it's obvious they should take panesul but i mean it's working out for them they're two and one um i mean they're on pace to probably break their um record last year in probably like week five so yeah it's it's clearly working their offense is good i mean obviously their defense their defense looked pretty good against the steelers offense again it's probably the worst in the league um But, I mean, we'll have to see. It's still early. I keep saying it's still early, obviously. Um, But they've been impressive.
0: They have been. Uh, Last thing before we go to your questions, because we have some questions from Q. We have have Q's Q's. Q's Q's. The Justin Tucker field goal. That was freaking nutty. That was 66 off the crossbar. I thought... Off the off the foot, I was just like I saw the lineman as soon as as soon as up in the air, the linemen were like putting their hands up. I was like, did he really just drill this? Like not just make it like drill it, drill it, and then it hit the crossbar. I was like, bruh, and then it spun in. Like how many times has the it has a ball hit the crossbar and then spun back in and not hit out? Like that was the luckiest field goal of all time. Yeah, but. Rip yeah. Lions fans, man! The Lions I can't get to break. Yeah.
1: they've been they've played three solid, <laughs> they have two and a half solid games
0: against decent teams too. Like the Ravens yeah. are not a, as bad as like people would would have thought coming into the year. Um, and then what was the other uh, San the Fran Packers? Game, like? Yeah, oh the, uh, the they, Packers and the San Fran game.
1: Uh, yeah, I mean the Packers they were beating the Packers at half seventeen to four. Obviously, the second half didn't pan out. That's why I said they played two and honestly two good two game two games worth of good games they played a full good game against the ravens they played the first half of the uh packers game really well and they played the second half against the niners game really well um so i mean for they are i don't even know if this is like a good thing to say or not they're the best three and oh or O and three team in the nfl
0: yeah, they just like can't destroy. catch a break. No, they doing. are
1: the best of the Let's worst. Go. Let's go. The best that's of a, the worst award goes to the Detroit Lions. Let's
0: go. I'd be pumped to have yeah. an award. It's a pretty snazzy award. All right, cues, <laughs> cues.
1: Okay, awesome. so kind of talked about a few of them. As uh, one of them was about the Chiefs and the Raiders and the Rams, but so. This is for every single sport. It can be whatever you want. We're going to be doing this weekly now. Um, my new segment, the big four player of the week. We did it earlier. I'm bringing it back. We're going to be doing this weekly. It can be from any sport. And there has to be one guy that really stood out to you. Luke. Can I go first? Here you go. You know who I'm going to
0: pick, Brian? You're going,
1: You're going, going to pick John Carlos Stanton. You
0: know I have to pick? You know what? It has to be. It has to be Jim Carlos. Dan. And we'll get to it. But oh, I hate saying he, it, he has been. It has he to.
1: was. He had an impressive series.
0: It has to be. He had a home run in every every game of the series. Ten RBIs. Ten RBIs. Yeah, and each one of those home runs basically won the game for them. Uh, yeah. So as much as it pains me to say it, my big four, yeah. the for my my first ever. Big Four Player of the Week is John Carlos <laughs> against the Red Sox. Uh, Brian Quits. Brian. Brian Quits. Brian. Uh, please Andrew type in the his, chat. Yeah, type Here, in no, the chat. Brian, please Andrew type in the his.
1: chat, or if you can get it out quickly, we can just go with you. Um, who are you thinking about, Brian? He's he's got his thinking cap I have on. To be
0: saying, I'm sorry, but I have to be. He freaking pooped on some of those balls. Like you can't convince me that that ball was. 452 that was 552 yeah 652 it's <laughs> John R. smith's hands okay yeah. i mean if you're looking at it from the saints perspective yeah i yeah. guess so
1: so i'm gonna go a little unorthodox luke you probably didn't think about this at all uh brian you'll you'll like this one the big calm. four player of the week is dustin johnson oh, cool. five oh and O oh, in the Ryder cup i mean he was impressive I mean, he was, him, dude, him and Morikawa were electric together. And then he was also great with Shofi. Um I mean, so I'm going to say this for everyone to hear. USA, love to see it. The Ryder Cup, other than the Super Bowl and March Madness, is the best event in sports.
0: better than the Masters?
1: Yeah, it's better than the Masters. It goes Super Bowl, March Madness, Ryder Cup. Oh, let's – Brian, what's your rankings? Um, Super Bowl, Masters, March Madness, Ryder Cup, World Series. That's a – oh, Jordo USA, 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 USA. Yeah, that was before.
0: That was before. That was before. I, I Brian
1: Masters. he I do live for the Masters. The Masters is great, a tradition like any other. Um, but I just think that the Ryder Cup is just so much more electric. It's so awesome to watch, especially when the U.S. comes on top. The best team in Ryder Cup history was put together this weekend by Captain Steve Stricker. Um, yeah, the U.S. has sucked uh, pretty recently, but. The rookies were incredible this week. I'm get, but overall, the big four player of the week for Andrew himself is Dustin Johnson.
0: All right. Brian, do you have a legit one or are we still going with John? Ushan? Yeah, we're we still going
1: with John Smith's <laughs> hands.
0: <laughs> Let's see.
1: Let's see what he's got.
0: Ripper, Ripper, Magoo, Tony, Tony Fee
1: now. Okay. I mean, he did lose. So that was a joke. Yeah, I was. I hope
0: so. <laughs> um, but right, yeah, Brian. Brian's is who's hands unless. Oh, 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 he, he, he got the, one. The point. Got one? He gave the point. Oh. Joe. West. Joe West. <laughs> OK, we'll get again. We'll get to it. We have some more questions. For, we have some more Q's Q's. But we'll get okay. to it. What is, so let's continue with
1: the cues. We we kind of did um, go over this. I mean, I talked a little bit about it, but I do want to hear um, some opinions from the rest of the room. Um, Luke, are the Chiefs in trouble?
0: Um, again, yeah, we already talked about this. I think so, and it's. I'm gonna just go back to what I've been saying: is that money that's spent on Travis Kelsey who should have been spent on the defense like this defense has issues and what's more alarming is that they knew that this defense has had issues because it's never been a great defense and they still decided to ignore it that's the concerning part I hope I mean actually I don't really hope because I don't really care about the Chiefs but if I was a Chiefs fan I would hope that that is the number one priority this offseason and all the money they have all the space that they have is devoted to defense because their offense is fine it does not need any more help Defense, 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 draft, defense, free agency, defense. Everything needs to be about defenses offseason, and then we can talk about the Chiefs. But for right now, I think, yes, they are in massive trouble.
1: Yeah, and then I, I heard re- um, Brian re- say he yes. Said, yes, bums, losers. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh he, he's got another one.
0: The curse of, of Jackson. Jackson- yeah.
1: Oh man That's funny though
0: you Can't physically assault someone and get away with it in yeah. homes.
1: So uh, <laughs> next question I talked about how they have been The biggest surprise so far this year Um, The Las Vegas Raiders Luke Are they They have been a big surprise But are they legit
0: No I don't think so I think they might have a chance to sneak in At like the 7th seed or something um, Pick 6 Cowboys Let's go uh Trayvon Diggs, baby, Trayvon freaking Nick. I wish he was here so I could yell at him. The first episode, he's like, Oh, name some DBs on the Cowboys. And I said, uh, Trayvon Diggs, and he laughed in my face. Three interceptions, including a pick six. Get the frick off of me. Anyways, um, Vegas. I think I don't think they're legit. I think they have a chance to squeak into a uh playoff spot, but I don't think they'll make much noise. Um, I just don't like their offense still their car is good and he's doing well with the weapons he has but the weapons he has is basically Darren Waller and it's kind of easy to game plan when you really have to cover one guy, um, Henry Ruggs is having a decent season but he's not really shown that he's taken that next step yet, and the defense is fine like they're an overall average team, I think they've started off to a good start. Um, yeah, I know. Give it some. Time.
1: He's struggling.
0: Give it to give it some. Um, yeah. I think overall, the Raiders are an average team. They've gone off to a lot start. I think they'll uh, flatten out, maybe get a playoff spot. Yeah. They're, they're not that legit.
1: Yeah. So I, I agree with you just looking through their schedule. I mean, they play the, they play the AF, the NFC East. Which is two guaranteed wins against the Giants and the Eagles. They also play the Bears for that um, extra 17th bonus game, um, and then they also play the AFC North. So they've gotten they've beaten Baltimore, um, but I mean you also got Cincinnati who has shown some promise, um, but and then they beat the Steelers, and then you still got the Browns. So mm-hmm. I see, I'm just looking through their schedule. I see about eight or nine wins.
0: Yep. Yeah, I think so too. And that should, that like, that might get them into a playoff spot again, that like last one, um, but they're not going to do anything in it. Um, so, yeah, th- they're good right now, but I don't know, not legit. You have yeah. any more or is that it? Um, Q's.
1: That's that's it for Q's Q's that's for today. For Q's Q's. Um, I'll I'll snag some more next time. Um, I do want to say one more thing. Um, about the nfl and it is my super bowl champions making a little bit of a revival through uh weeks two and three the buffalo bills put up 43 points josh allen the top fantasy scorer at the quarterback position he looks really he looked really good uh through for four touchdowns threw for 350 yards um cole beasley we were talking about him 11 catches 98 yards that's so what you love to see from uh, a nice uh, number two receiver. He did mm-hmm. lead the league, he not the league, the team in yards, um, receiving yards for for Sunday. Um, I believe Stephon Diggs did have a touchdown. But hey, my Super Bowl
0: Bills little revival after the disappointing Week One loss. Looking good, looking good, um, and against a good defense too. Yeah. All right, that's it for the NFL. Let's take a deep breath before we get into this. Mr. West. Let's, 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 let's take a deep breath. Everyone, everyone in on three. One, two, three. And out. When I say this, I'm not exaggerating. I think 90% of the people in the dining hall I was in last night thought I belonged to a mental asylum <laughs> because of how loud and obnoxious I was. That and i tweeted it i don't think i've been more upset in my entire life or i don't think i said that i think i think i said i can't remember a time that i've been this upset this yeah. series aggravated me to no end and it was just throughout i i had no like i i was confused on what emotions like Brian and I were, we, we were talking after the game. <laughs> Brian was just like, I think I might just go crying out. Cause I'm confused about what emotions to feel. I was the same way. I, I just didn't know what to feel. That was the angriest, uh, the most I've been a loss for words in a while. Brian just said, just said death. I felt cheated. Yeah, it, yeah. I did too. And, and just that that's what made it worse is that I felt cheated. Going into the series, biggest series of the season, biggest series of the year since probably 2018, because 2019 they were not good. 2020 was a joke. So this is probably the biggest series since the World Series, honestly, probably probably the biggest series in the World Series. And the Red Sox wet the bed. They wet the bed. It was it was very pathetic and very aggravating to watch. The West did
1: not help, though.
0: Joe West, That
1: was, that was one of the worst calls I've probably seen. And I hate that. So I believe that the ruling was that you can't overturn a call like that. I'm pretty sure um, sets us perfectly. Oh, correct. Okay. Just wanted to make sure I was speaking the truth. So, I mean, it's, it just really makes me mad about there's so much gray area. About what you can review and what you can't, um, I just uh, it just makes me mad thinking about how some things like obviously if you like if you want to review balls and strikes that like like no like no swing balls and strikes if you try to review that I mean you're gonna be there all night so there has to be some error with the um, with the umpire but things stuff like that is just. It's just annoying. I mean, the rule has been applied to every other position when you catch it and then on the transfer it falls out. Um, And you can review that at second base, correct? If there's a double play ball. Uh, can think so. Uh,
0: That's a good question. It's a good question. Can you review uh, on the transfer at second base if it's like a double play and you catch it and on the transfer? Like, you know, if they I believe so, I believe so, that, so
1: yeah. the, so if the, if that's true, the rule isn't the same for every single situation where the transfer comes into play, but they actually
0: look for it. Yeah. Look
1: for, yeah. So I mean, uh, it, that, that just makes me mad, but I feel like if you can review that, you should be able to review a different transfer call. So obviously they do look for it more. Yeah. He legit caught the ball. Like, I feel like, even looking at it at first glance, there was no question that he caught the ball because he, you could clearly see his hand go straight into his glove. And then after his hand gets there, the ball falls out. Yeah. It's like his his right hand was the reason the ball fell. Mm-hmm.
0: Um, I also hate Vasquez. Yeah. Vasquez is having a rough year. Uh, Weck should be starting in the game. Um, I also. Extremely dislike how Sunday Night Baseball is just an extension of the Yes Network because after Judge hit that double, Vasquez and this is going to be a uh, a loose translation, but he basically was just like after all the Red Sox screw ups, Aaron Judge finally gets a double. Like he was going nuts, like like to no end. And then obviously the stand home run, he was like, ah, yeah, yeah. like he, I don't even know how to imitate it because it, he was just going so bonkers that you would have thought that it was the uh, Yes Network. It just makes me mad that they have those guys on the in the booth, especially A Rod, who like they shouldn't be allowed to do Red Sox Yankees. Fine, fine if you want to do Mariners and Cubs on a random in the Andrews fine, Andrews the Mariners bin. Andrews. Andrews M's who are not gonna make the playoffs. Yes, but if you do that, that's fine. Eh, hero in the studio for Fox is fine. He's fine. Fine. You can't do yeah. Red Sox Yankees. You can't. It's just not fair. It, yeah, it's it feels like a, a home game for the Red Sox or for the Yankees every single time. Um, but as a column, he might be the worst ever. Yeah. He also like I'm not sure if they they like they didn't know what they were talking about half the time. Like I don't understand what, uh, what was it? Oh, the, the Tyler Wade, um, caught stealing the first one. They said that Jose Iglesias told him that it was a walk and that's why, like, there's no way that that's true. And if, if that was true, then Tyler Wade would have made a bigger deal about that. Like he would have gotten up. He would have gotten mad at Jose Iglesias. He would have gone to the, um, like he just got up and was just like, I just F that up. Like, there's no way that, jose iglesias would have said oh it's a walk it's a walk and then he just starts to like come out of his slide. like no that's not what happened at all um so yeah that was frustrating like this whole weekend was so not what i wanted it to be and stanton is just unbelievable and unbelievably annoying all of a sudden too all of a sudden because all year he's been horrible aro was like i wonder if boone asked the umpire if Holmes needs to face three guys. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like what? <laughs> that doesn't even make any sense. Um, but th- that's the other thing is like Stanton all year against the Sox has not been good at all. Against Erod has not been. Well, he didn't really. He didn't do anything off Erod. It was against the bullpen guys. Um, but I I just don't understand. And it goes back to the freaking walks. You can't walk Brett Gardner. To then get to Aaron Judge and, and Giancarlo Stanton. You can't. It's Brett freaking Gardner. He hits like 220 Two, yeah, for his career. 222, I believe. 222 this, this year, year. Whatever. He's a horrible baseball player. He's not average. He is well below average. You can't walk him. I don't get why they walk him. I don't get why they walk him and then they throw 94 middle middle to some of the best baseball players on planet earth throw middle middle to brett gardner and work around judge and Stanton. that's what you do you don't do the opposite and walk brett gardner and go middle middle to Stanton and judge you go middle middle to gardner and work around judge and stand i don't understand the game plan i didn't get anything about that and then just offensively the red sox just didn't show up they just didn't They just decided they didn't want to play baseball. Like the best, the best offensive player in the series was probably Kevin Ploiecki. And he played one game. He was the best offensive player on the series. Played one game, went two for two. The
1: Weck dog is the goat. So, I mean, it makes sense. But like no one showed up. Yeah, it was, it was a tough series, but. Zero
0: extra base hits in, in game three. I can't like the only one game one was the Devers home run. I think. I don't. I can't remember. And then, and then the Plawecki home run. Like they, I they might have had two extra base hits all all series. They might. Yeah, but I
1: mean, they're set up to host, um, the wild card game at Fenway. I don't know. I went.
0: I went. So I went over this with Brian, and I don't know anymore because even if the Red Sox win out, the Yankees can still win out, and if both teams win out, the Yankees would have home field. The Yankees have a, a series against the Blue Jays. The Blue Jays are a tough team, but they're also a super weird team. They can be really, really good or really, really bad. Like they just split with the Twins, who are a horrible baseball team. If the Yankees sweep the Blue Jays, they will get to play a Double A baseball team because the Rays will have the number one seed and won't um, and won't play anyone. So I'm actually very concerned about this Yankees Blue Jays series like this has to be a first of all first of all the Red Sox have to sweep the Orioles and the Nationals like that's a that's a must they have to do that that's the first thing the second thing is the Blue Jays have to win at least one of those games and I'm not sure if they're capable of doing it Brian just put out the pitching matchups Ryu Ray and Berrios that's a good they can win with Ray they can win with Ray Ryu has not been that good this season he Rose, no, he's and he's bad. The Yankees hit meat, and then Berrios has been on and off. He's still a good pitcher. Um, so the Blue Jays have to win one of those, or preferably two, preferably all three. Well, Listen, yeah, obviously, preferably all three. Yeah, they a have huge least, Blue Jays guy. They have to at least win one of those games, and the Red Sox cannot like, like we talk about this weekend being must win. These Orioles and national games are must win. There is no dancing around the Orioles. There's no dancing around the Nationals. They cannot lose these baseball games. And if they do, they're F. If they do, they don't deserve to be in the playoffs. They don't deserve it. If they lose a single game to the Orioles and Nationals, they don't deserve to be in the playoffs. So if they lose, I'll be like, okay, fine. This team wasn't deserving of being in the playoffs. But if they win these games, then I still don't feel great. But uh, hey, at least they got a playoff spot and and I'll be in the bean town on Tuesday night. Hopefully, hopefully, hopefully.
1: Yeah. Um, I mean, they, they should win. I mean, they should,
0: they they have to, they, they absolutely, they absolutely have to. And then Brian just put up the sale of Aldi Pavetta for the Orioles series, which to be honest, I kind of wish that that was the rotation because sale will probably pitch one against the nationals, right? Will he, Um, he should, but I wish that was the rotation for the national series more than the Orioles because. Nationals just have Juan Soto, and him alone scares me more than anyone the Orioles have. Um, so he better walk every at bat, or else there's an issue.
1: Yeah. So, I mean, if you think about it, the way that the the way that it pans out. So if you have if you go sale a volley piv, is that is that the order? Yep. Okay. So if you go sale of all the piv then do you go um
0: erod sale of all the uh um, national
1: yeah e-rod, or do you throw a piv in, have a Valdi throw the in the wild card game
0: because yeah, you don't want to have because if you have Brian's sale brian you can brian. only
1: yeah you can only have yeah, one of sale in a Valdi throw in the national in the national series so you gotta leave that to one you have because you got to leave one of them well I, you're not even, you're not even talking I could talk you, you have to leave one of them available for the wild card game because you don't want to be thrown piv game one
0: and i think that i think that um assuming that it's the yankees i think saturday determined that it's going to be sale like evaldi had a horrible game and brian just said if the socks go for no going into saturday night and the yankees lose two or four to toronto or tampa saturday is the clincher um and he's got some more cooking but back to my point is that saturday or no was it was it Friday or Saturday? I think it was Friday. Never mind. So Friday, that Friday night game, I think tells you who your wild card starter should be. And that's Chris sale. Like if all the, yes, he's been good against the Yankees. Yes. He's been good at home. Um, but that start was horrendous. Um, so after that, I would be much more comfortable with sale. Uh, uh, this will be de- This will determine the pitching matchups. If that's the case, sale won't pitch on the weekend. Same with Nate. Agreed. Agreed. If Saturday's the clincher, then there's no reason to. Um yeah. they'll be able to make a decision on Tuesday. Yep. That is that is all true. Like there's no yeah. reason so, to pitch those guys if it's already a done deal.
1: Yeah. Hopefully they can get hopefully they can have one game. Um I mean if they clinch like one it depends on obviously what the Yankees do, but if they clinch anywhere in the national series, then you just obviously just pull them out. And then, I mean, if you if you have two games left, if, or if you have one game left, I don't know exactly what you do. I don't know because Ero wouldn't be able to pitch twice in the series. You could throw Piv one game. I don't. You would probably just you do, do a like,
0: random bullpen game. Yeah, like something, something. Yeah, but silly but like
1: you that. also don't want to be throwing a ton of bullpen guys so that they can be ready for the wild card. So it's kind of a. T- I mean, do you, can you just like forfeit the game?
0: You 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 uh... You get Marwin back from the Astros and throw him. He's he will be yeah. fine. Throw Bob. Or you, or you rent? Yeah, Bob can pitch. Bob's played every There's, other position, Bob, so just Bob. Bob can pitch because he won't be on the team next year.
1: <laughs> no, no, he keep can't. Bob. He
0: can't. No, be. but but
1: I don't like Schwarber at first. I really oh, don't.
0: Cassis. dude's a beast. That mm. guy is gonna be base the uh.
1: I I don't know. I would much rather have Bob. A,
0: I don't know if he's that good. So, sorry then. Sorry then Bob won't be on the team in 2023. Bob isn't going to be uh I I don't unfortunately I don't think Bob is in the long-term plans. Um, I just, ugh, there's just I just know there's I like Bob too. I like Bob too. Bob is a starting Again, they have what so does that mean no JD. Yeah, shake yes head. For well, yes it says starting and, uh, third
1: base. So does that mean no Devers? No.
0: No, that means Devers DH. So then, where does JD go? Then Schwarber's going to be left. We won't sign JD. Okay, fine.
1: Yeah, that actually makes sense because Devers kind of sucks defensively.
0: Yeah, he does. He him and Bogarts, uh, I think, rank in the bottom ten and outs above average in baseball. Trade Downs. Downs needs to figure the frick out if we want to trade. If they want to trade him, he needs to. Well, yeah, Nick York is a beast. He's going to be up in, in next year maybe in the playoffs. Um, <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. But Jeter Downs needs to figure the frick out if they want to trade him because that guy has zero trade value. And I'm exaggerating because he's still young and could be good, but that guy's trade value has decreased significantly yeah. over this. He does have good pop, but again, he's been god-awful this year. Um, he actually hasn't been horrible this, this past year. And I guess he needs to work on the average, but people don't even care about average anymore. I think it's a strikeouts. I think he strike out, strikes out a lot. Um, but yeah, he, he needs to figure it out because I think that he could be a really good trade piece. And that trade needs to be for a starting pitcher. Like that that that's just simple. It needs to be for a starting pitcher. There's no one that you can bring in to better this lineup realistically, unless you go yeah. get Mike Trout. Like that's it. And you're not gonna get Mike Trout. So all the moves I have in the offseason and next year uh, via trade, um, it has to be for pitching. And then Brian says, also listen to this. I'm listening.
1: So n- I have a question, though.
0: Yes, like real quick. question?
1: So yeah. what would the outfield look like next year?
0: Schwarber and left. Kike has to be in center and Renfro and right. That's the other thing. But like, then what
1: do you do with Verdugo?
0: Verdugo is the hottest hitter on the freaking planet. So and he just, so I guess no you have to play. Him.
1: Well, you have to put Verdugo in the outfield then, and then if you put, Kike at second, but I yeah, don't, well, like, or, yeah, Verdugo it either has to be... No, I think no, I think Kike should be the second the the center fielder. Yeah, um, so. I feel like, uh I feel like this all kind of revolves around if JD, if JD, when is JD's contract up? In two years?
0: He has, well, he has a, doesn't he? Have, I think he has a player option next year that he'll pick up for the ridiculous amount of money it is. And then he's a free agent after next season. Okay. So, so, so next
1: year, next year is kind of like a 2023 free agent. Yeah. I mean, they got four outfielders. Which is yeah. really tough. Um, but I feel like if they let JD go and they still have the rest of the guys, I mean, I feel like I mean, I love Renfro and Wright if they resign him. I feel like they should because he's been an absolute beast this year. Um, what is he, 29, I believe? I don't know. Durant I don't oh, yeah. like Duran and Center. I, I really don't like Duran and Center. I don't
0: like I don't, I don't he's mm, Jacoby Ellsbury.
1: I don't like his arm
0: schwarber at first then brian and then Dahlbeck at third i I don't like Durant. Devers, i would
1: rather have kike than Durant. moran
0: schwarber first dh um and then Dahlbeck you got too third. many
1: guys which is a good problem there
0: i guess it's a good problem but they need they need to figure out what they're going to do with them and yeah I think because they don't, don't out want trading them and they need yeah. to figure out for who
1: Yeah, because you don't want guys playing. I mean, assuming you probably have six games a week, you don't want guys only playing like three games. Because I mean, some guys like won't be able to really get in the groove if they're only playing three games a week.
0: Yeah, so you kind of
1: have to figure out like who's hot, who's not, and you really have to put them in a position. Like, in it has to be perfect if you have like eleven guys that can play and can start. So you really just have to pick your lineups really, really perfectly if you're Alex Cora. So it's going to be a tough job for him. But on the other hand, I feel like with the incredible offense that they have, it's very, it's not very difficult, but it can be difficult to go wrong.
0: Yeah. I'm glad we talked about that because if we talked more about this weekend, I probably would have punched my computer. Yeah. So I'm glad we're talking about the future because the present Red Sox are, are very frustrating to watch. The future. That.
1: So, who's they have a good amount of money to spend, correct? I mean, this offseason Red
0: Sox. They're the freaking Red Sox. Uh, they so, should.
1: are there any like key pitchers going up in free agency this year?
0: No, but I think the one after is good. Like, okay, I think the, I think the 2023 is like a really, really good.
1: Okay, they got to spend.
0: Oh, oh, that's what I meant. Uh, Rodan? Twenty twenty-three. Oh. Twenty twenty-three is uh is Jacob de <gasps> Wow. Jacob de in twenty twenty-three.
1: Okay, so just snag de Grom, Scherzer.
0: And run, yeah, and yeah, yeah, yeah. and Rodon. Yep, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Plan. And then
1: Sale for Valdi five.
0: <laughs> sale would be like the three. He's not he's better than Rodan.
1: Yeah, that's true. But Rodan is a four and Evaldi is a five. Yeah. Uh <laughs> dude
0: okay we're gonna have 100 not-
1: 120 games <laughs> 120 a- wins dude. Erod
0: lol. yeah erod's not coming back he just pitched his last no game no
1: get get out of here he i i mean.
0: i don't want he just pitched. that's actually kind of sad to think about like erod yeah. probably just pitched his last game in boston unless he unless he gets a, a boston game for the alds if they make it there um but yeah rip erod you were you were solid World Series winner. Thanks, Erod. He's been here since yeah, fifteen or something ridiculous like that. Like I think he. Uh, well, I was gonna say he might be the longest tenured, but it's definitely Bogarts. Um, but he might be yeah. the second. He might be the second longest tenured Red Sox, and he yeah, twenty fifteen was when he first pitched for the Boston Red Sox. Uh, Wow, he's oh wait, never mind. I looked at last year. (laughs) I looked at last year's ERA. Saw three eight one. I was like, wow, he got it down really quick. But uh, no, it's still at four nine three. Not great, (laughs) but the FIP's good. So he's having an unlucky season. But yes, thank you, Erod. We will miss you, but (sighs) I think the time has come.
1: I think I'll miss you less if Scherzer is in a Red Sox uniform.
0: Well, yeah, obviously, but. I don't know if that's going to happen. Stroman? Hopefully. That's
1: not terrible. Stroman. Kershaw, <laughs> LOL. I mean, I wouldn't mind that.
0: I like Stroman. Stroman. I, think, I
1: think they should just go for... Um, I mean, you go for... You go for Gosman. You go for Scherzer. Um, you go for DeGrom. I think you go for Otani. I feel like you just okay. get all of them. Okay, okay. Get them all.
0: Uh, this Again, this will also... Um determine on if uh what's his face cha if Chame realizes he has money and he probably does he probably realizes he's in a different situation um but it's just will he act on it and will he use that money hopefully he will hopefully John Henry doesn't dissuade him from using money, but who knows that guy is a tool bag, so <laughs> it could honestly uh hurt his chances of getting free agents here um I think that's it. I, I I got nothing else. Final thoughts.
1: Statistic. Okay. 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 Cool. The shortstop market going to be wild. Okay. Uh, <laughs> okay. This is more of this is kind of a stat, a fact slash stat fact first, stat second. Um, Panthers. You might have heard this. Panthers linebacker Shaq Thompson played minor league baseball for the Boston Red Sox.
0: Oh, I did not know that.
1: Yeah, when he was 18 in his career, he was even worse than me junior year of high school. 0 for 39 with 37 strikeouts.
0: Wow, that's really bad. Yeah. That's really, really bad. Yeah,
1: that that beats my 0 for 9 with 7 strikeouts and a ground into a double play.
0: <laughs> Let's go. Way. All right, final thoughts. I'll say it for Brian. Go Pat's
1: um uh, go Bruins Jake go DeBrusque Bruins showed out
0: first preseason game yeah Brian's probably gonna type his final thoughts go Sox go freaking Sox yeah it go was Sox frustrating. it was fr- go Eagles oh BC Eagles Brian oh. let's settle uh
1: oh we gotta we gotta have that uh as a pick on Thursday
0: yeah we will or uh, maybe I don't know um, but we will I'm, I'll I'll fine I'll, we will Okay. But yeah, go socks. I'm not. I'm not counting them out. It was just frustrating. Uh, yeah, that. I have no words other than that. Go socks. Not. Not giving up on the on the ship. Um, so yeah, that's my final thought. Thank you guys for listening. Go follow us on Instagram and Twitter at the Big Four Underscore Podcast. We will see you most likely on Thursday with our picks in another episode. See you then. Peace. A million, a million nights just like this so let's get down, let's
1: get down face So